You're listening to the Horizons Church Podcast. You know what I really wish? What do you really wish? I really wish that our listeners could hear what we hear in our headphones <laughs> right before we start recording. Yeah. Because inevitably what happens is we hear the little jingle too. Yeah, of course. You know, with the Fred Guidi radio voice. Mm-hmm. But then Zach is always in the background saying things. Yeah, just to, <laughs> just to break our, our zone. Our zone. <laughs> I think is... it's probably for the best, really. <laughs> <laughs> My zone is sacred. Mine is not. It is a zen den. I don't, you know, as a, like I have the, these perfectionist tendencies, I don't trust my zone. I might like to be there from time to time, but then I step back and I'm like, eh, I don't know, I don't know about it. So, you know what? Hi, uh, I'm Ethan and here with Josiah. Welcome to the Rise Church Podcast. And we're in the zone, auto zone. <laughs> Except we're not, because we hear not things today. in our headphones, in our headphones. Mm, yes. You could really make that a joke, but. We don't have time. We don't have time for that. <laughs> Uh, so here we are, mm-hmm. and boy, are we talking about a fun topic yes. today? I mean, unironically, I think it's kind of fun, but you would that <laughs> as a Type Six, you embrace the rules, you know them well. I, the rules are safe. Yeah, well, I respect that. Uh, yeah, you know what we're talking about. As Ethan was previously fond of saying before he resolved to not not say that. Mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. about podcast mm-hmm. titles. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so I feel like I, now I'm taking up the mantle. What's We're weird. What's wrong with us? You know what? Here's it's, the thing. It's 2020. It's a new year. It's 2020. <laughs> Flip rolls sometimes. So what we're talking about today. As you know. These things, you've probably seen them on the walls of a church. Yeah. You've probably heard them recited. You might even have them memorized. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> if you're asking me personally right now to do it in order, I wouldn't bet my money on me, but that, out of order, maybe. Yeah, get them. I could do out know, of order. The Ten Commandments. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's it, which yeah. is, um, I can't show our audience this. I wish sometimes we had like video cameras. You know, you have video right. podcasts. Yeah, I do watch a couple. Because there is a, a childish, childish is not the right word, but there there is a childlike. way, childlike okay. way to remember the Ten Commandments in their order using oh, no. oh, your no, no, ten no, no, phalanges. No. I'm not into this at all. Are you ready? Oh, you <laughs> I ready? guess I'm ready. No, I can't. I'm, I, it, would, it would take me more time to explain it okay. as I was doing it yeah. than That's right. I could actually do it. I'm sure you could Google it. <laughs> okay. But I have never heard, learned, or done that. Yeah. So. It is, it is the, helpful. Uh, there's a fancy abstract word for a memory tool that I can't yeah. remember, but I still do the the knuckle thing for remembering how many days are in the month. There's a knuckle trick for remembering oh how many days my. are in the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you put your hands together, okay, your fists yes, together, fists. and you start with fists. your your left knuckle, and then left you count knuckle. the valleys as well. So it's the January, February, March, April, May, June, July. Obviously, July and August are together. Yeah, they're two 31 day months. August, September, October, November, December. So the the knuckle tops are 31 days. The valleys are not 31 days because obviously February. Obviously February. And I, this, I do it to this day. Wow. I still like quickly count my knuckles. That is impressive. Yeah. Well, I... it's maybe a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, this Here is the Knuckle are. Podcast. Knuckle Podcast on Leap Day. Oh. This year's a Leap Day. There's 29 days oh. in that month. Which, which, day, which months have 31 days? All of them. Nope, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Only the knuckle tops. Stupid riddle. Like which, which months have, have uh, thir- twenty eight days? It's yeah. like well, technically all, all of them. Of them. Ah, idiot. Got yeah. him. Are you the stupidest person I've ever met? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the original Ten Commandments 
Or 10 words, as they were sometimes historically called. I like called. that very much. Yeah, the, the ten, 10 words. Word. Yeah, it sounds very, ooh, the 10 words. Yeah. Which does sound cool. A little misleading, because you're thinking there's only 10 words, but then it's actually, of course, you well, know. Like the word, you know, this is this is the word from God being yeah. a message to follow. Correct. A directive. Yes, yes. Just as, like, the word of God is a book that has, yes. et cetera. A few but, more yeah. than 10 words. Yes. <laughs> That's, so, the 10 commandments, or 10 words, mm-hmm. if you prefer. As a little, just bit of background, and by a little bit of background, I mean one basic background fact. <laughs> uh, we're written on stone by the finger of God. Like, that's yeah. what the scripture says. They were inscribed by the finger is that, is of that God. A, is that like a fanciful way to describe something? Well, here's the tricky thing about We don't have a hard God, answer. Is that it's so difficult to talk about these things because, on the one hand, God, the Father, is... You can't, you can't even describe it. He dwells in an approachable light. Metaphysically, he doesn't yeah. have a in body. In ways, it is beyond our human comprehension. It is. It really is. But in, in some sense, he wrote on these tablets with his finger, which is wild. pretty amazing to think that he would endorse these that way. Like, I mean, he gave Moses all the commandments that we have. He didn't say, here, sit down, chip away. Yeah. But in this case, he directly gives the tablets that have the mm. testimony of the Ten Commandments. So that tells us that the Ten Commandments are a cornerstone of sorts for the Mosaic law. And if you were to read through the Ten Commandments, uh, you'll notice that they are all prohibitive, mm. mm-hmm. with a slight exception for the Fifth Commandment, which is the commandment to honor mm, father, mother. thy father and mother. Yes. So though they're all prohibitive, they're not negative. I'll, I, I just want to actually add to this. The yes. entire back half extremely pragmatic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I kind of, I forget that. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. it's to the point that they've they've made their way into our, our legal system. Yes. Which is uh, just, that's interesting. It, it mm-hmm. is less, uh, I don't know, it's not so arcane and ethereal as you might be led to believe. Right. When you hear a religious person talking about, here yeah. are my rules. Mm-hmm. Actually, hello, don't kill me, please. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, yeah. Yeah, maybe, especially, you know, when you're here, it's like, thou shalt not covet yeah. thy neighbor's ox. It's like, exactly. what in the world? Who? My but, neighbor? I have neither neighbor nor a neighbor with an ox. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Though they're not prohibitive, or though they, they are, are prohibitive. prohibitive, they are not negative. And so, what I mean by that, coming back to your point in a roundabout way, is that the Ten Commandments, in other words, show us the boundary lines beyond which love cannot exist. So, for instance, I could say that I love my neighbor, but if I steal from him, then I'm showing I don't actually love him. That would be a good litmus test. Yeah. If I say I love God, but I actually spend all my time and energy chasing after more and more and more money, hmm. then I'm showing that I don't actually love him. So the commandments show us the borders of love. So if we go beyond those borders, we've left the country of love. And I think that's a that perhaps is, more helpful lens through looking. That's an things. interesting way to reframe it. Because I've never, well, obviously I've never heard that description, which uh, is probably for for me is good because (laughs) I I actually have like some weird personal tension uh, around Mm -hmm. this, I guess, around this as like a a topic. Maybe it's not tension so much as like frustration. Yeah, yeah, especially growing up in the church, I think. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, exactly. Because I think it's mostly about how they're presented. Yep. At least within within my lifetime, like I have, a, I have a tremendous amount of difficulty taking this out of this Sunday school framework, where the primary goal is just 
it's just memorizing for a gold star. Yeah. You know, or like to be a, a real Christian if you do this, which <laughs> by that metric, oh, I would have sent me to the grave long ago. Because <laughs> yeah. as you can, as, as we, I've already admitted, I'm not so great at it. <laughs> I've dishonored my mother and father, I'd be dead. <laughs> so, and also, if it's not that, it's kind of like this weirdly veiled self-righteousness. Not that that's really what's coming through with people, but it's what I sometimes perceive. Yeah. When I think sometimes like religious folk talk about this Mm -hmm. as though they can never possibly fall short. Um, (laughs) Like let alone on a daily basis. Um, Yeah. Not that we're all chopping the bit to be homicidal, like I said, but... (laughs) Um, you know, I can, I, I guarantee you, we, we turn a blind eye to some of these on the, on the regular, uh, more than likely to serve ourselves, oh, to excuse yeah. ourselves. Coming back to like covetousness, yeah. envy, depending on how you paint that. Yeah. It's, it's even kind of like a passive thing. Yeah. Like you don't have to actually do something. You don't have to violate a person's space or belongings. You don't have to actually act on that, but you can still be in violation. Yes. Of it. Oh, it's so easy. Yes, yes. All it takes is, uh, you know, that second look where you're like, well, I want that. Man, and I'm that. sad that you have it and I don't. Yeah, that's, that's like, oh, yeah, like, exactly. Woo-wee. Exactly. You can't just like, hey, go get it yourself, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's, I don't know, we'll get to that. Yes, yes. So all that said, Christians, believe it or not, still ought to keep the Ten Commandments oh, that's because. Novel. What do you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, you know, beyond the Sunday school framework, and beyond the gold stars, we're still called to love God and love neighbor. Yeah. Like those are, Jesus said, those are the two great commandments. commandments. Yeah. Yeah. And all the, all the law and the prophets hang on these. And the 10 commandments are one of the most succinct ways that God says, here's again, how you do this. Here's how you remain within the kind of borderland of love yeah. for both God and neighbor. Because as you pointed out, you know, the back half is very pragmatic. It has to do with these <laughs> yeah. neighborly relations, like how you interact with a person, you know, who has something that you uh, want, but don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, like that exact hat you're wearing today. The exact hat I'm I love wearing it. today. And they haven't sold it ever since. For real? Yeah. Goran Brothers letting yeah. us down. Nice. This episode sponsored by Goran Brothers. <laughs> well, not me, because I got my hat from Provision and Company. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the back half. But the first four commandments have to do directly with our love for God and how we that, oh, honor him. Yeah, that's where it gets a little bit like it's not quite as obvious. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not as instinctual. Right, exactly. So you can't look at the Ten Commandments and make a legitimate argument that says, well, that's the Old Testament, therefore. Because actually, as a matter of fact, every commandment except for the fourth, depending on how you look at it, we'll get to that when we... We kind of introduce some flexibility there. Yes, yes. And we'll we'll discuss that more in the episode on the fourth commandment. But all of them are reiterated in the New Testament. That's interesting. So it's, yeah. Is it in very blatant ways? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For instance, the honor thy father and mother command. I mean, Paul pulls that directly in Ephesians 5. He Mm. says, for you, I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember word for word, but he says, you know the commandment, honor thy father and mother. And it's the first commandment with a promise so that you may live long in the land. So, I mean, he quotes it verbatim and then also quotes the promise associated with it, um, which is very interesting. So again, we'll get to that more in the uh, episode on that commandment. But we've been talking about the Ten Commandments as a concept here. So we probably ought to actually make sure that we know what they are. And which is, you know, maybe we should have done that at the beginning, but you know, no. we gotta, we gotta keep teasing you along. Yeah. For those of us who are unfamiliar or just need a quick refresher, the Ten Commandments are in order. One, there is one God and you shall worship him alone. Mm-hmm. Two, you shall not make and worship images. Mm. Three, you shall not take the Lord's name in vain. Four, you shall remember and keep the Sabbath. Five, you shall honor your father and mother. Six, you shall not murder. What do you know? 
<laughs> you don't say. He's going to do that for every one of these. <laughs> every now. one of these. Seven, you shall not commit adultery. What do you know? <laughs> Eight, you shall not steal. Yep. <laughs> Nine, you shall not bear false witness. Ten, you shall not covet. Yeah. Did you have those memorized at a young age? <sighs> um. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? <laughs> so I didn't realize. It was a thing like, oh, yeah, you memorize this. I didn't realize that was like a young person Christian <laughs> society activity to have it memorized. So when someone talked about it as though like it was commonplace, I'm like, what? Should I know these? <laughs> I was supposed to. I didn't study for this test. <laughs> like I'm aware, but I wasn't like that ready. I didn't study. I was probably unique in that. Um, yeah. Well, that's actually why I was curious. Pastor's kids, exactly. et cetera. I actually don't really have, I think I, I have vague memories of discussing it in children's church Yeah. with Kelly, but not necessarily maybe of having to memorize it. So maybe that was, uh, yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know. But I knew there was that expectation. I don't know. It's weird sometimes growing up it's as a, so as a weird. Christian, you know, it's so weird, but it's not to say that I look back on that and think, oh, I'm. You know, said I wish I'd grew up pagan and addicted to crack or something. You know? <laughs> I would have had a good story. Yeah, come on now, my testimony stinks. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so now those are the Ten Commandments, and we're gonna get into each of those in a particular episode dedicated mm, yeah. to said commandment. But there is a very important preamble that actually comes. You guessed it based on the fact that it's a preamble Mm. before God speaks the Ten Commandments. And what God says in Exodus 20, verse 2, because he gives the Ten Commandments in the verses following, obviously. Mm -hmm. What he says there is, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Sounds like a real power move. <laughs> the the immutable god of the universe saying that what like, did you uh, do you remember uh, what I just did here are the rules and, uh, we'll say okay it's interesting that you say that because I think as you've pointed out in this episode I think sometimes if you particularly if you grow up in a Christian household there can be some confusion about you know the nature of the Ten Commandments and their relationship yeah. to the yes. life of the Christian like oh you need to obey these in order to you know I don't think anyone would ever pose it this way but they kind of get a little Catholic on you almost like you better <laughs> yeah. keep these commandments to be saved yeah yeah for real though like you know I don't think they would ever say that but it can depending on how you frame it it can easily feel that way yeah you can hear it as that mm-hmm. What this preamble does is, I think, flip the script on that and say, here's, you know, obey these commands so that you can be saved. Because this statement is a statement of the grace of God at work before his giving of the law. In other words, before God commands obedience, he reminds his people of the grace he has already shown them. Right, his grace. They were a weak, powerless people who were trapped in slavery, and he delivered them by his own power and might, not because of anything they had done, but because he decided, I'm coming down and I'm doing this. He stormed into the house of slavery where they were being held hostage. He overpowered their captors and he set them free all of his own grace. Now, what does that remind you of? Uh, I'm going to say uh, the gospel the for... gospel. <laughs> I was going to do a Jeopardy thing. <laughs> Jeopardy thing, the gospel for 500 acts. <laughs> what is the gospel? <laughs> but that's exactly it. Uh, it's, it's an echo of the gospel. I mean, there are echoes of the gospel all throughout the pages of scripture. And this is surely one of the clearest because, yeah. of course... Christians are expected to obey uh, the word of God. You know, of course, Jesus himself said, you're my friends if you do what I've commanded you to do. But that comes 
after we've put our faith in him and been delivered by his grace. It's his grace that acts first. Or as first John would say, we love not because I'm paraphrasing. We I should say it closer to the way he said it. We love because he first loved us. So his is the initial movement. He's the one who made the first move. Right. So even here you get that. It's not like God said, Yep, obey these commands, and then you'll be he first begins with, I've delivered you and I'm bringing you into this land. Now, to love me and to love your neighbor in this land, do these things. Which I, I, again, love, I love how in touch with humanity that is, though. Yeah. Like, there is never this, well, maybe I shouldn't say never, but pretty much never this perfect, like, I lock, meet cute, fall in love immediately, both parties simultaneously. It's like, there's yeah. always an initiation. Mm-hmm. And, like, on the most cosmic scale possible. Yes. It is, I mean, you don't have a chance right. to, to, to claim that first. Exactly, yeah. So. And, uh, of course, naturally, the people of Israel proved time and time again that they couldn't do it. You know, <laughs> yeah. they needed a change of heart. So, all that to say is trying to obey God's commands apart from Christ, as we now know with the full revelation of Scripture, trying to obey those commands apart from the living God is like trying, it's it's like clothing ourselves in manure. Like, oh, you, and that, how's a, that for a visual? That is <laughs> like, such a visual. <laughs> like, like I, you, you stink to high heaven and you do nothing to please God in the end uh, if you're trying to obey him without faith in Christ apart from Jesus. So, it's Christ alone who must clothe us with the linen, soft white coat of righteousness to try to echo language from Charles Spurgeon or Paul uh, going back there. And once that has happened, then our obedience can ascend to God as a fragrant offering. But it's the grace of God that comes first. And we even see that in the Ten Commandments. And so that's just, I just want to make sure we understand these things before we actually get get into into it. it. Because I don't want to give anyone the false impression that if you uh, keep these commands, uh, you're going to be great in the eyes of God. Like, no, you'll keep these commands if you believe in Jesus and you've been rescued by his grace. Other than that, it's, you know, you'll be stuck in the same spot the Israelites were. It's not the only time it's like, uh, where there's this attitude of, oh, well, good for you. It's not that impressive. Yeah. Like the idea of like, oh, good for you. Even the demons believe. Yeah. It's like, well, uh, good for, you know what I mean? There's a similar vein of, you know, that alone is not enough. Yeah. To uh, bring this perhaps full circle, that's probably not quite it, but <laughs> to bring it, to bring this to a perhaps terrifying conclusion of sorts <laughs> to prove our point, you do have that moment where Jesus is saying, there are going to be those oh, who come I to the kingdom and going. say, oh, uh, no. did we not cast out many demons in your name and perform many mighty works I've in never your done name? That. I've never done that at all. And he's going to say, I never knew you. And woo-wee! Paul saying, I could give up everything I have and be burned, but if I don't have love, I'm nothing. Uh, and, I like that a lot. Yeah. And so here is where we see, okay, the grace of God works first and then the loving grace. Yeah. And then the hope you have. Exactly. And then the loving response out of that is faithful obedience. The obedience of faith, again, as Paul would say in Romans. So going to dig into the Ten Commandments. Yeah. And uh, that's where we start right there, though. Start there. Out of grace. That's good. Bingo, bango. If you have questions, <laughs> if you're yeah. thinking, what in the world? If you, uh, you know, if you have inquiries, if you have mm-hmm, issues, mm-hmm. if you are um, upset <laughs> yeah. about things, sure. question mark? Sure. Uh, email Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I have a junk filter. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kid, of course. If you genuinely want to reach out, you can email us at podcast at horizonschurch.net. Yes. Or you can interact with us on social media. Mm-hmm. And if you are, uh, you're helped by this content, if you find it enjoyable, you know, it really help us if you went into iTunes and you left us 
an honest five-star review. It's easy. It's so easy. And you know what? It's the only kind of honest. That's what I've heard. Yes, and I've also heard rumors that it's the only kind of five. (laughs) That's so wild. Wow. Crazy. Uh, Wow. Yeah. I got to stop patting my own back. (laughs) And uh, we'll talk at you next week. Yes. Mm -hmm.